It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home Internet. Cox is the real home Internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash Internet for details. My name's Kevin Graham, and for the benefit of the tape, Paddy, can you introduce yourself? I'm Paddy from Vital Celtic. And John, can you introduce yourself? I'm John, uh, from nowhere in particular, uh, <laughs> Northern Ireland, as it happens, for the, for the most part. But uh, yeah, oh, no, I, 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 I never considered, I never considered uh, organising an introduction like Miss World, Kev. Hi, well, what, 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 do you, what do you want in the world, John? Do you want world peace? Is that is that is that? <laughs> What's your perfect yeah. day? I'm, 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 I've watched Miss Congeniality, Miss Congeniality loads times. of times. Yeah. What's your perfect day? Yeah, that's it. That's <laughs> it. Uh, stuff like one, that. One, one person doesn't divorce me at the end of it. 
uh, you know, so uh, that that would be handy. Aye, aye. Uh, I mean, I'm not an appliance expert, Paddy. Yeah. But what constitutes somebody to call themselves a transfer expert? What do you think? Are you a transfer expert, Paddy? Nah, I'm not an expert in anything, mate. Um, I think having your photo with some nice stubble with a phone area constitutes you being a transfer expert, doesn't it? <laughs> um, so I I don't know what constitutes a transfer expert because I think these guys are like anybody else. Um, they just hear things on the grapevine and report it as fact. Uh, and I was one report this morning that I debunked on my blog about an improved offer for a South Korean player, which just wasn't true. So nothing makes you a transfer expert. Um, I just think rumours and speculation is just part of the media's job. Um, so, no, nah, I don't know, mate. I'm definitely not an expert anyway. John, can I call myself a transfer expert because I know a painter and decorator who can someday, who's a football agent and he's done some work in his house and he and he knows a couple of taxi drivers. There's a taxi company just across the road for me and they tell me stuff. So can I, well. can, I, can I call myself a transfer? Can I call myself a transfer expert? I mean, yeah, I can, no. and, I, and I've also got one of my one of my pals who messages me all the time where he says I'm hearing this and he reads it off Kerrydale Street. I mean, that's, so could I pass that on as, as my own stuff and well, like call myself Chinese a transfer expert? Chinese whispers, one person says it, it goes round and it gets added to and added to and added to and all of a sudden you've got a viable story. Um, so yeah, it's, it's it's difficult to know who to listen to. Uh, your man uh, Romano, for instance, I mean, he got a couple of things right. So if you get a couple of things right, immediately you're going to be um, labelled as a transfer expert. That doesn't mean they always do. With the best will in the world, I mean, I've got some information here um, that, you know, we'll, we'll want to discuss. But the thing about any information that's passed, even if it's passed from a, a reliable source, even if it's passed from, you know, if they're hearing it from someone who's in a position to know, you don't know what that someone's agenda is. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they, they could be trying to... Uh, obfuscate things, they could be trying to muddy the waters um, so it could have been passed in, in good faith um, you know, or it could have been passed with the with the express purpose of trying to muddy the waters um, now, I mean I have some information relating to a thing which we're going to go on to here but you know I trust where it came from but again you don't know, uh, you, you can never verify 100% because there's only um, and this, you know, this particular bit of information makes sense. It makes a lot of things make sense, but that in itself is a problem because it makes sense. It makes you want to believe it. You know what I mean? And that doesn't make it true necessarily. So, uh, you know, there, there's all those things to take into account. That's uh, all the things to take into account. And they've got a couple of comments coming in which kind of uh, like point in the same direction. I'm thinking Paul Byrne. I wonder if it's that Paul Byrne that used to play for Celtic. Come back in and tell us if you are that Paul Byrne. Because I, I patted you on the head when you scored the Ibrox, if you are that <laughs> Paul Byrne, when you jumped into the broom loan. Uh, Fabrizio Romano got a couple got a couple right a year ago, a year or two ago, and, and has done hee-haw since. What I'm going to say here, Paddy, I think Fabrizio had uh, the... And I'm going to start calling him for Robert Ingram, what Robert Ingram says, Fabrizio Romancer. Uh, I think Romancer got a couple of things right a couple of years ago. He got the inside track on a couple of deals that came out of Italy. 
Uh, he hasn't done much since, but I think agents are playing him now. I think he's became such a, a big player in the, in the transfer media market that there's agents now feeding him information to try and get clients' moves. And yeah. he, he is getting used. And and, he, and he's playing the game perfectly because he does charge quite a lot for appearance on podcasts. I know oh, that he's, he's, for a his fact. His podcast appearances are, are, are huge at this time of year, isn't he? He's, he's, he's never off anything. Um I, I listen to podcasts for a living. He would get a nice, get a nice holiday in the sun. Oh, mate, the, aye, honestly. Aye, he gets a lot of... He gets five a lot star. Of yeah, a lot of airtime. <laughs> um, and you're right, he, he, he did get a couple of stories right, but he also get many Celtic stories wrong, including uh, the summer, where he predicted that Janovic would have left in the summer, and, and he, he predicted that twice and nothing ever happened. Um, but I suppose you get as much... If you, if you get a sniff of anything, then I suppose when he tweets it out, Majority of folk um, believe it as, as fact, and to be honest, it's what drives a lot of a lot of traffic for sites like mine. Is is is, is what Romano says because at this time of year, trying to say in fact the fiction is, is is so hard. It's it's unreal. And if you report on every single transfer story that was that was um, involving Celtic, I, I would be working twenty four hours a day. Um, for example, there was one that was I, was I talked about at the start today. It was reported. The, in the in the Scottish press that Celtic had made an improved offer for O'Hugh Gay or something. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, what you say is that Paddy because I was I, never going to make an attempt at. And 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 there was Scottish media outlets connecting this story back to a South Korean um, media place, and I, and I, I took a ten minute um, time at my day and, and researched it. I met this actual Korean um, media outlet was was quoting was an article from the Scottish Daily Express yesterday. Um, when there was <laughs> when there was no such thing, do you know? And this is what I'm talking about. So, like, like so, I, I debunked it this morning in my blog, and 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 what I said in my blog this morning. If I'd wrote that piece as being first-hand information, I would be heavily sanctioned, heavily sanctioned yeah, yeah, for yeah, making yeah, up yeah. for making up what is essentially what is essentially a lie. Um, yeah. So yeah. So it's difficult, and and it makes. I suppose people like me, my job, really frustrating when all you want to do is kind of get as much information about our club out there as, as you can. But when you're trying to discern fact and fiction, yeah, it, it's um, it, it's hard. But yeah, um, yeah I, I think this time of year is good, but it's got its pros, but it's certainly got a lot of cons, and that is one of them, um, is, the con, is trying to figure out what is real and what is not real. It's true yeah. what Ange Poster Coglu says, though, eh? 10% is out there as fact. When I read a lot of these stuff, a lot of the stuff in the papers, and guys like yourself, Paddy, you, you, you can only go to a certain amount of sources. So you're trusting this source and you're gaining an opinion on this source. Exactly. Where the article could be completely fabricated because the only 10% in that article, it could be true as the guy's name. <laughs> the guy who wrote it name could be completely yeah. true. And a lot and a lot a lot of them are used as PRs for like companies and agents and it's agents trying to get the best. It's it's just uh, just the business side of things. I'm actually having a look at the uh, at the BBC gossip column here, eh? And what chance you got when things like this appear in the mainstream press, well, appeared in the sun, if you can call the sun the mainstream press. Piers Morgan says Cristiano Ronaldo would have considered a move to Celtic or Rangers to further cement oh, his Champions League legacy. That was printed in a paper this morning, John. Aye, aye. Well, let me tell you, 
Uh, let me tell you a joke about uh, Piers Morgan, which will pass censorship. Uh, and it was a uh, now <laughs> you can you can hear you can feel John uh, Paul John's sweat. Stephen Stephen Fry Stephen Fry said at an award ceremony, and he said uh, the mother, uh, sorry, the murder of your mother is matricide. The murder of your father is patricide. And the murder of Piers Morgan is countryside. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, right. I, I'm just saying, and I said it's perfectly fine. There's nothing about that. This countryside's a perfectly normal word. Um, <laughs> we all love spending time there at the weekend. Let's get let's get into this because we've, we've, we've kind of got to yeah. a, a bottom line here that we say that certain parties and transfers use certain sources to get certain information out there, right? Yeah. We are hearing things, and, and we have to trust Liam in Japan, and there's another commenter from Japan comes in, Keimatsu. Bid from the Reds has not been reported by the Japanese press. There is a story there, of course, but all of them are very carefully, all, all of them very carefully, careful to quote the Daily Record or Sky Sports. Liam says yesterday that there's nothing really there. He doesn't believe the move is on. We've got the Josip Juranovic stuff as well, which his agents never really came out and says that he's wanted to leave. And Jorgos Yakamakis has not really came out and wanted to see. There were stories that came from Greece and stuff like that. Yeah. One thing that puzzles me, and it was after we had a wee discussion last night, I started thinking about this. There's one thing that puzzles me. Why are these two players out there where there was other players signed during that transfer window? Could it be that Celtic are trying to move them on? And why are Celtic negotiation, negotiating so early in their contracts, allegedly negotiating so early in their contracts, to, to put them on improved deals yeah. or to move them out the door? These contracts were only signed a year ago. <coughs> yeah. So is it Celtic that's doing the pushing here? The information that we have uh, or has been sent to me um, is supposedly from someone who's very senior. <clears throat> and because uh, what I couldn't understand, I think most of us couldn't understand, is why uh, these transfer fees are so low or being reported as potentially so low. Didn't make any sense. Uh, people were saying, well, there's a sell on cause, there must be. Uh, which is fine, but who in the right mind would put a sell-on clause in for basically the same amount of money as you paid for a player? That's not what they're for. You know, that, that's mad. So that didn't make any sense to me. Uh, so I was asking questions about it, uh, and I was sent information, uh, and I'm going to repeat the information that I have. I'm not claiming this is 100% verified. I am claiming it's from someone I trust who has <laughs> sources at the highest levels. But again, you need to be you know, careful you don't know what the agenda is of people coming, you know, passing on information at any given point. So the information we have is that there were three players signed before Dom Mackay left. So uh, McCarthy on the 1st of August, Juranovic 21st and Giacomacchus 31st. Um, apparently those contracts were not run past Michael Nicholson. Uh, they were dealt with by Dom Mackay and Don McKay's naivety was basically uh, noticed and immediately exploited 
uh, by the agents uh, who made a mug of them, uh, and apparently there are release clauses in there for very low numbers, uh, which are very heavily weighted against Celtic. Uh, and when that was discovered, uh, Dermot Desmond went absolutely ballistic, and uh, Don Mackay was gone 12 days later. Uh, and that obviously sparked, I mean, their uh, bank here was then gone as well. He was basically a dead man walking from that point on because he recommended him. The, the the things that were being said around the time of Mackay going, that was we were concerned he was out of his depth, was his kind of quote that was doing the rounds, uh, and concerned about being out of your depth. Uh, you know, that's certainly out of your depth. He he was taking on those contracts himself. Now, he was a chief operations officer and before that a marketing man. He wasn't signing contracts of players, no idea what he was doing. And if he's not run those past Michael Nicholson, you know, he's effectively... Uh, you know, shot himself and us in the foot. So, mobile phone companies say they offer home internet, but if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know it's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. It seems to be the case that we have no leverage with either of those players. Uh, so, uh, you know, even though they're under multi-year contracts, uh, potentially, you know, they can walk away if someone puts in a half-decent bid. So we have no real leverage. Um, and so I think that's a fundamental part of why the club is moving uh, to change that dynamic now, one way or another. Um, now, as I you've said started, at the start... You've, you've stirred a bit of interest there, John. I mean, uh, you says at the start, yeah. we, you mean, you got this information and yeah. as as the host of this Wednesday Bulletin, and it's up to me to pull it apart and, <laughs> and to, to, to create discussion. And in the comments, there's already a couple of discussions as well. Red Scotland, Reds are... are a long-time con- contributor to this. Uh, I'm not sure I'm buying that. A highly successful businessman and Dom Mackay is some kind of rookie when it comes to business de- de- dealings. It's not business dealings. I mean, see, see things like that. Uh, people are confused. You know, if you know yeah. high, because you because because you're good at one job doesn't make you good at another. You don't automatically become good at something from moving from one place to another. Uh, and he was obviously dismissed uh, or resigned because. Uh, it was felt that he was out of his depth. Uh, so, you know, I'm not saying uh, he's not a successful guy. Uh, I'm saying that he's made a mistake here and he stepped, he has been out of his depth and has been found to be out of his depth and exploited for being out of his depth. Um, so that that to me is, uh, you know, that to me makes perfect sense. I, I know, I mean, I'm in business myself. I know plenty of people who are. Um, because I'm, you know, as I say, reiterate, me being very good at one thing does not make me very good at another. Uh, you, you know, so it's it's just not uh, that's irrelevant. Um, Uncle- he was he was a marketing guy and he was a chief operating officer. None of those things uh, make him a guy who should be signing off football contracts in a sport he's never been in on his own. And if he's done that, that was a mistake, and that's why he's gone. Uncle Uncle Nobby Steamboat comes in, and again, I had heard this before, uh, especially about the Juranovic deal, that the Juranovic deal was the one that caused 
uh, the split to happen quicker than what even the, the most optimistic person actually expected. Uncle Nobby Steamboat heard a similar rumour about Mackay. Heard he was useless and went into hiding even when he was in the stadium. Uh, Beach Boys comes in and this, this is a completely different rabbit hole that we can go down. The great Mackay, surely not, and people <laughs> say all is bad news. I mean, I mean it's quite funny that, 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 that this, that this rumour yeah. comes back as Peter Wall like reappears in the building, even though I don't think he's yeah, ever yeah, been away. Yeah. He reappears in the building. What I would actually say, Paddy, the first thing that sticks a red flag up to me with that is, well, who signed it off then? Michael Nicholson was the company secretary. He should have signed off everything. So how did how did Mr. McCart, how did these contracts go by and without the company secretary no seeing these contracts? Your guess is as good as mine. Um, Chief executive, but anyway. Well, aye, so this is his Michael thing. Nicholson's a legal guy, though. He has to see everything. He has to oversee everything. Aye, that's true. I'm, I'm always very wary of commenting on contractual matters or transfer stories, because the last time i done that on my site, I get into trouble from somebody at Celtic. So I'll kind of maybe leave that bit, because I've, I've not got a clue. I genuinely don't have a clue um, about who could have signed off the contracts. Um, there's a lot of kind of chat on social media, obviously mostly on Twitter, with fans concerned that well, uh, Lawwell has, has got his his his, his finger in and these dealings as well. I, I don't know. Um, I had a, I had an interesting discussion with someone on the the platform yesterday and said that well, if we're, if we're if we're blaming Peter Lawwell for the slow inactivity that's happening in the transfer window as a chairman. Do we then give Ian Bank a credit for when we signed people like Carl, Cameron Carter, Vickers, Jota and Kyogo? It just doesn't work that way. I, I don't know where people get their sums or how they add up their sums. I'll say something, I'll say something here, Paddy. Is it yep. because we're going for a better standard of player that the deals are not moving as quickly because these guys have got better, better options? Well, aye, that, that, that's another good argument, Kev, to be honest. But do you seriously think that if the club were dragging their heels over these um, transfers that Ange Postacoglu would stand for it? I don't think so. I think he'd be the first one to call it out for what it is. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I don't think Lawwell's involved at this point. No. I mean, I think that's no. a nonsense to say that because it's first of all, it's too early on. Uh, secondly, he hasn't been able to, you know, uh, establish his. Uh, Power base again. Uh, when, when, yeah. when you're saying not involved, John, do you mean that he's no signing things off, which he's no in a position to sign things off? Well, the I, good. I really yeah. truly believe he's at the end of a phone and something Michael Nicholson, whoever doing these deals, will actually yeah. phone him at one point and go, We've got to this point. What do you think? Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm sure they do. Uh, I, I'm sure he has to be or will choose to be consulted, but he has no say in these. So ultimately, you know, if, if his job has been done properly and other people are treating him as a chairman and not as de facto uh, dictator, um, then uh, he has no say. He has no power over these things, you know. So it's uh, it's really down to Michael Nicholson. Uh, and Michael Nicholson has proven himself so far to be capable of doing what Ange wants him to do. As you say, there's perfectly good reasons um, for why, you know, we are trying to find... If you're trying to buy guys who are popular, as you say, a better class of player, as simple as that, they've got more options, it's going to take longer. Um, you know, not every deal can be somebody we've never heard of who turns out to be an absolute diamond. 
Uh, because, you know, we've Celtic alone have made people wise to that uh, Asian market. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, Ange Postecoglou has, has been uh, responsible for, uh, you know, having guys, get, you know, didn't Hart sign a boy the other day from Japan? Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, there, there's... Um, Similarly for quite a, a monarchy. Yeah, Similarly for exactly. a 300,000, 400,000 pounds. Yeah. Exactly. I was about to say that a spotlight that I just put on that market alone, just as you alluded to there, John, it's going to make people look at that market more often than, than they would have because how often have you have you seen um, a club like Celtic size sign players? I mean, how many is that now? Six six players yeah. from the from the Asian market. It was unheard yeah. of. Unheard yeah, of, yeah. And, and the fact that they've been so successful now means that there are, there are going to be not bigger teams, but teams from bigger leagues focusing their attention there. So yeah, yeah, yeah. What you've also got to take, what you've also got to take there, Paddy, is the Scottish market is now open to Asian a- agents, yeah. whereas before they never looked that way because well, yeah. because of the success that Celtic have had with these players. I think there's going to be a Japanese player end up at Motherwell as well. I'm sure yeah. I've read that as well. Oh, well I mean, they, I mean, so far they've been tremendous value, haven't they? So yeah, I mean, that—that's what everyone's looking for, especially in our league. You're looking for that incredible value. We can't afford to spend, you know, five million on a Yeti and five million on whatever the goalie was. Uh, can't even remember his name off the top of my head. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, uh, well, you saved that one unlike you did uh, but uh, it was uh, you know I mean that's a lot of money I mean if you think of the value we've subsequently had for 10 million quid uh, you know that's night and day and people are obviously looking at that uh, and I think you know Michael Nicholson and Ange have been a tremendous team so far uh, that's why when it came to these transfers with Jackie Marcus and Juranovic or so many Questions to ask, and you know, and again, it also means I think McCarthy's going to be impossible to punt unless he wants to go. But you know, it, it, the 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 reason that information we've got it makes sense. That doesn't mean someone is not passing it on because they want to cover up a mistake. That you know, that could have come from all I know from Michael Nicholson, who's trying to cover up the fact he did read those contracts and made a bollocks of them. So you know, you, you have to bear that in mind. However. The story makes sense, uh, and uh, you know, I'm I'm happy to have a reason why you would have such appallingly low sell-on clauses. And apparently, just as an additional one, by the way, uh, he made a, a mess of the IR sell-on as well. Uh, and if that's true, we'll not be seeing anything from him if he gets moved on. Uh, so. You know, the, you know that that's the information that we have. Again, I, I don't know how many times I have to caveat it, so everyone can calm down. But you know, you can take it or leave it. Uh, it's, a, it's a devious business. This football game, eh? There's yeah, brown yeah. envelopes everywhere. There's EBTs <laughs> and like two hundred and fifteen. 215000 pounds worth of payments. Doesn't it mean that there's corruption in the game? Does it know? Uh, no in comment. 2012, it's been proved that they weren't paranoid enough um, to, to keep it going. But some folks still call us like tinfoil headed complete conspiracists. That's just, that's just an easy way out for certain people, isn't it? Definitely. They, 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 want to report the they truth. don't want to face the truth. And that they, they label a certain section of football fans as conspiracy theories and paranoid wrecks. It's Paddy, I'm going, to fo- I'm going to focus on Yakamakis here. Yeah, we signed a guy who was top goal scorer in the Eredivisie, and nobody wanted him. Yeah, 
that would maybe be a reason there's such a low selling fee because well, it was a, it was a big big punt. If you if you look at Jack and Marcus's scoring record before that season, it wasn't very impressive. Um, it, it wasn't hitting those kind of numbers anywhere near those kind of numbers um, before that season. What is he now? Twenty eight. So that top goal scoring season would have been when he was twenty, maybe just turning twenty seven when he had mm-hmm. thirty odd goals in the Eredivisie. But before that, he was he was lucky to hit double figures in five or six seasons before that. So that could be your answer there. That's not to say that he's not a good player. Of course he is. He's not, and it's also not to say he's not a good finisher because we've seen it. We've seen it for ourselves. Um, but I, I think. I still believe that the fee that we're looking at is ridiculously low. It's still ridiculously low. It should be closer to, I don't know, maybe seven, eight for a full international. But again, to caveat that, he's got to be 29 next year. There won't be any selling value. So, I mean, there's all there's all sorts of different reasonings and, and, and reasons why we should, we're not going to get £10 million for, for Jack and Marcus. Um, maybe we just need to lower our... Ex- not lower our expectations. That's probably the wrong phrase I'm looking at. Maybe we just need to temper our expectations what we should expect for players because we've been that used to having players go for £15 million plus in the last five, six years. Are, are we, John, are we actually maybe being more misty-eyed romantic about these two guys who, without, like like downgrading them or anything like that both could be said to be having Indian summers they're yeah, great I, bloomers they've had I, a kind I, of mundane career up until this point they're getting to the 28 29 point they're going we've got one big move left yeah, yeah. we want well, to double I, our money because we've got one big move left because see for the last 10 years yeah I've done nothing with my career so right. I need to make hay while the sun is actually shining to use yeah, that. Clubs are looking for that sort of thing as well. That's the kind of thing we look for. Mm-hmm. We look for guys who are coming into form who maybe you know haven't done anything for a long time. That can be a, a sign you know you get decent value out of that deal. But for a guy who's been top scorer and joint top scorer in two different leagues in two years, um, I think, uh, and I think everybody thinks that he's worth more than essentially what we paid for him. Which when you include the sell-on fee. It's reportedly about ten percent. If you include that, effectively, we're breaking even. Uh, if some of those numbers are to be believed, so I think we all feel, regardless of your your assessment of um, Jack and Marcus, I think we all feel that he's worth more than that. Now, I'm not saying he's a ten, twelve, fifteen million pound player at all, but I think you know you could comfortably should be doubling at least what you got for him. Um, Juranovic is another one. I, I was never, um, you know, his entire value that people were putting on him, like 15, 20 million that other people were putting on him, was purely based on the World Cup. Because we've said before on here, it certainly wasn't based on how he played for us. Uh, you know, because, uh, you know, the, the last the season he's had, if anything, um, he's had, from my point of view, a, a worse season than previous. Uh, because... Um, Essentially, you know, the, the, with the European games in particular. Now he was up against some very good players in the European games, uh, and our system it doesn't help, you know, because obviously it sort of hangs you out to dry as a fullback to a certain degree. But he certainly didn't cover himself in glory. Um, so I wasn't expecting that we would get anywhere near that. But what what you are 
it's hoping for. It's what you're hoping for, really, is that someone takes one of those mad World Cup punts, as we've seen many times in the past. You know, as guy has a good so, As the South Korean boy sitting waiting on John. <laughs> as the South Korean boy is sitting waiting on. That is what he, that is what he's waiting on. Well, I mean, that's it. But I mean, we could be waiting if a you're long being time. Cynical. You know, the, the, we could be waiting, waiting a long time for that fella because I think he's uh, he's gone. Uh, he was on the cover of Vogue for God's sake. So I, you know, I think he's gone all misty-eyed. You know, thinks he's a big name now. Um, Madonna's maybe, been on the maybe, cover of Vogue as well, and I wouldn't have had playing up front for us. I'll tell, I'll tell you what. I tell you what wouldn't have helped if he'd watched that. Uh, watched that game against Gomar. Look at the weekend. No, uh, you know, and thought about you know he was going to play in sunnier climes and have all the the glamour of uh, a, a top football pro, and then he watches that game. He's just thinking, you know what? I will never set foot in that country. Uh, you know, which I, I, you couldn't really blame him for. It was absolutely hellish. Uh, so. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know who we're, we're, we're waiting for. Um, there's obviously a lot of moving parts here. Uh, my just, I, I just, what I just couldn't understand. The only bit of I couldn't understand was why would they be selling guys for what appears to be well below market value? There had to be a reason for that, uh, you know. So I, the explanation I have might not be the correct reason, but it's reason enough for me to go right. Okay, well, that, at least that makes sense. You know, uh, so we'll see. We'll see how uh, it develops, but it is going to be very interesting. Uh, you know, the numbers. Do you think they'll be undisclosed, Kev? You think it'll I be think undisclosed? If both of them leave, they're going to end up being undisclosed. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think there's enough to say that it makes sense what you've been told, but yeah. then there's also another side of it that doesn't make sense that I can't believe that Celtic would, the way that Celtic have done business with Michael Nicholson there as a company secretary would let that type of thing slip through the the, the net. I, I just can't believe that. It's no like, it's no like some... Yeah, but Kev, a, man, a man lost his job over the back of it, like... And it's like a different... It's like a different Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet, but if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. It's the Marketer's Report. This week, Patrizia Spagnoletto, Global Chief Marketing Officer, Direct Consumer for Warner Brothers Discovery, weighs in on the difficult task of building and retaining consumer trust. Trust is a really hard thing to build and a really easy thing to destroy, and we have to be very respectful about that. Our partnership with iHeart has really helped us build that trust and that relationship with the on-air talent. The best thing for us to do is to build a relationship with our consumers. And if those consumers have a relationship with the DJs that are on air, then we want to build on that. House of the Dragon, which was one of our most successful, if not the most successful campaign we've ever done for a show, audio was a core part of that. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. Not just a media company, iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more.
Maybe put 50 Aye. pounds in your, your broadband meter. Oh, there you go. There you go. No, no, you stalled out there for a second. Don Mackay's attacked us. Don, Don Mackay's actually, Don Mackay has attacked the bulletin and so's Ian Banker. And <laughs> it's, um, we need to watch what we're saying. I mean, I think there's enough to poo-poo it, but also as well, you can, you can weigh up all these wild accusations now and you can actually go up. Well, who is actually pushing to get these players out the door? Mm-hmm. When you actually look back at it, Paddy, you're going, who's actually pushing to get these players out the, out the door? Where's the speculation coming from? And it's very, very murky where the speculation is actually coming from uh, to, to get these guys out the door. Well, if, if, if what, what John's told us is a bit of both, isn't it? It'll be agents and possibly maybe the club as well to try and get as much as we can. Um, what was interesting to note was, uh, was it one of the commenters that said that there's been nothing in the Japanese media about uh, Jack and Marcus? My experience with the Japanese media is they, they, they don't, tend to release anything unless it's a done deal so it doesn't mean that he's maybe not going there um, they, the Japanese media just don't deal in speculation until uh, until things are, are signed, sealed and delivered so that move could happen if it's there I mean there's, there's, there's a lot of smoke but um, there's not a lot of fire but I think on you go John No it's just uh... You know, I mean, we've got Liam, obviously, who, who lives in Japan, yeah. and, you know, he said right from the get-go that that would be a bizarre move because, I, I, I mean, obviously the idea is here, if Jack Marcus is going, it's because he's looking for a payday. Uh, we can't really force him out the door. So unless he wants to go, uh, you know, he's, he's looking for a payday uh, and, uh, you know, he's not going to get a payday in Japan. He may get a few grand a week more than he's currently got, but that's it. He's not going to be doubling and trebling his wages. That they don't have that sort of money, and that club doesn't have that sort of money. And it's, in terms of going, you know, and being first choice and playing every week in Japan for like a, I think they're a mid-table team. You know, okay, you know that, that seems, that seems like a odd choice. At least he'll play. Uh, he'll play, but there's plenty of places he could go and play. You know, I'm sure he could get you know uh, an EPL team or you know uh, so uh, you know the first division team or you know play, mm-hmm. plenty of places he could go and get tons of money. Uh, I mean, the way, the way he plays, he's suited to the championship, isn't he? He's, he's suited yeah, see, to the he is, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and he'll, he'll certainly get far. He'll probably treble his wages if he if he made a, a, a club in the championship, the kind of money to swim about doing there as well. Yeah, um, yeah. But if I mean, when you look at the clubs. That are reportedly been linked to him in the kind of leagues that are that have been linked to him. If he does decide to go there, you're not going to get a payday in the MLS either for Atlanta. I, I, I wouldn't imagine. So if he goes there, if he goes to Urawa Reds, but I'm sure I read somewhere Urawa Reds is one of the richest clubs in Japan. Hmm. Um, but I'd even know, I, I don't know how you could base that. I don't know how you would compare that if you understand what I mean. So it could be the richest yeah. club, but they might not have a a potty thing in, do you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's swings and roundabouts and that. But if he, did, if he does decide to go to one of the A-clubs, to me, that tells me it wasn't always, always about the money, it's about getting game time. Because I'm yeah. pretty sure he'd be fed up playing second fiddle to Kyogo. Um, yeah. What we meant to do, Kyogo's had a great season so far, so what we've got to do, drop Kyogo to accommodate a player who wants more game time, it's just not going to happen. Well, I mean, I'm just trying to impose his style. Jack Marcus doesn't play that style. Jack Marcus is the yeah. option. You know, so again, you know, a lot of it, and I, you know, I've had a lot of comments about, you know, people that think Jack Marcus is great, people that think he's uh, terrible, you know, all the usual stuff, the, the division of uh, of opinion. Um, but 
primarily why he's not getting game time is because uh, he doesn't fit the style necessarily. Uh, uh, and he's, he's very good at certain things and not good at others. He, I mean, he, he's basically a man down outside the box, uh, you know. Uh, so uh, I don't know, he's, he's got, um, you know, he couldn't trap a bag of cement, as they say. Uh, but, you know, he's, 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 he's deadly inside the box. So there is that. But is he deadly enough? So he could be a lot better if he got more time, but he's not going to get the time. It doesn't suit the style. Uh, and Kyogo is, uh, is is a better finisher uh, for the most part. So I, I might be know, wrong he, here, John. Get, and I'm, yeah. I'm, I might be wrong here, John, and I'm more than likely to be wrong because I'm wrong about most things. <laughs> but I see I see more development opportunity in Kyogo than I see in Yakamakis. Yeah. And if somebody was said said that you've got to sell one of your strikers this January. What one is it going to be? It'd be Yakamakis for me yeah. all the time because even though the big fella's been great for us, I have a look at him and I didn't see any improvement there. You, you mentioned a couple of things like can he trap a bag of cement, blah, blah, blah. I can't see any improvement there. But I think Kyogo's got a better football intelligence where he would be able to improve. He sometimes sees runs that Yakamakis only make. I think yeah. there's better strikers than Yakamakis out there at the same type of striker and Yakamakis is out there and if Yakamakis is wanting to be one of the top earners at the club which I don't care if he wants to be one of the top earners of the clubs no no, I wouldn't give him that money to be one of the top earners in the club because I think there's far better out there than him and I would want a top earner at the club to actually be able to score goals at the top level in Europe and we've had many many guys who have scored goals domestically yeah, I mean, there, there's two, there's a couple of things there, uh, Kev. Um, you know, first of all, as long as he's being replaced, I don't think particularly anyone's got a big issue with letting him go as long as he's being replaced. But the danger is, the only danger is, of course, uh, that you are letting him go mid-season, which seems a strange move, given the fact that he's a known quantity and whoever you're bringing in is an unknown quantity. Uh, so unless he's, you know, clearly better, you're, you're banking on finishing this even with Kyogo and potentially one guy that we just don't even know who he is yet or what standard he is. Uh, and, I, and I think, you know, we actually need three strikers, not one. I mean, that's, that's to say that's about to say that, John, as well. Yeah. We need a striker for a long time, even with Jack and Marcus. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. So, you know, I, I don't have a particular problem with letting him go. I'm not trying to fight his corner and say... Uh, you know he's he's invaluable. He's not. Uh, you know he's 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 a, a worthy member of the squad. He's done his job. Um, there are, as you say, very likely better out there. But the timing of it is odd, uh, and you know it makes me worry because I mean Kyogo went down. You know Kyogo's hamstrings are, given the way he plays, his hamstrings are a risk permanently. Yeah. Uh, so. And that's a long industry, you know, a long, long injury to recover from. You're potentially, you know, three to six months with a hamstring. So uh, it, is a, it is a concern from that point of view. And which was why I was getting more concerned about not getting the right money for him. Because if we are letting him go, you know, uh, it, it costs money to guarantee goals. And what, we are, what we're reportedly selling him from, we would need Ange to pull yet another rabbit out the hat to replace you know, regularly replace uh, those goals, um, you know, for the same amount of dough. So, uh, you know, there, there's a lot of questions to be answered I'll, around this. I'll, I'll, look, I'll look at things very simply, John, eh? And if we're letting them go, we've got to bring in better. 
That's it. And even it doesn't matter if we were letting him go on this Monday or he was going in the summer. We've got to bring in better. And that's the way that always works. Do you not think we need to bring in better than Kyogo, though? For us to get infinitely better. No, it's not just about getting better than Jack and Marcus. We've got to bring in better than what we currently have, which includes Kyogo. And I would would say that about any player on the team. I would say that about Jota. I'd say it about Haksabanovic. I'd say it about Cameron Carter Vickers. If we're bringing somebody in, it's got to be somebody that's going to feasibly challenge for that position. Like Kevin Nisbet, you mean? Oh, I thought you can get me started. No, no, no I didn't even go there. I, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not here to have a go at Kevin Nisbet. I'm not going to go on my Kevin no. Nisbet thing with. Pat Maguire, why am I getting nerves to throw things at the telly? Pat, don't come in and tell us why you're getting yeah. nerves to throw things at the telly. And we'll answer it. We will answer it because we're a type of guys. Yeah. Paul Andrew Martin. It was said on another Celtic pod yesterday, Yakamakis is currently on 12k and wants £24 a week. Well, 20, I think that Yankee means 24 k That deal would have been signed weeks ago if oh, that was easy. the case. <laughs> now, I don't know how they would know. Possibly Ange thinks he can do better on those terms. Paddy, I'll tell you, based, I'll tell you. Sorry, Paddy, based solely on the numbers, and we'll come to John after this, Paddy, based solely on the numbers, I would not give Georgios Yakamakis £24,000 a week. No, because he's not going to dislodge Kyogo. That's what, that's what I mean. So if, if we're going to pay somebody twenty four grand a week, he's got to have the ability to be able to challenge Kyogo properly for that that top up uh, up top that that place up top, and he's not going to do that. It's quite it's been evident for the last eighteen months. He's not going to do that. When you think of it, when he first joined the club, it took him what four or five months to get fit to play. Never mind um, challenge Kyogo. So now nah, I, I wouldn't be paying him twenty four grand a week. I don't. I would be loath to lose him because, I, like I said earlier, I felt we needed another striker anyway, so that means we now need two strikers. But for that kind of money, you're wanting somebody that's going to contribute more than what he has done already. Well, for that kind of money, and if those figures are accurate, and those figures, you know, where they got them from was, I mean, I shared a list of those figures on Twitter. Uh, there's been a couple of lists doing the rounds. Um, but I know for a fact those lists are not accurate because people who do know what guys were getting paid challenged a couple of things. Um, like, I mean, one of them had Jota on the uh, you know, early 20s, and apparently Jota is the highest paid player at the club. Um, you know, and there's also a site that's widely available that, that, that bloggers use to kind of yeah. um, write stories on. But I, I, I researched, I looked into the, 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 the people that were producing that list and I went into their site to see where they got it from. And basically they're just collating from public information. Uh, um, so much. it's purely guesswork. Um, uh, you know, some of it might be relatively accurate guesswork, but it is guesswork. Um you know, so I mean, I, you saw things like Goldson being top of that list, but I was told that that's because they're taking their they're signing on fees as a monthly uh, amount, you know, rather than taking it up front. So um, <clears throat> there is um, signing monthly on fees on tick as well. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's basically it. Aye. Yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's basically it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, and he, he'd he'd be looking for a double dunt now. He's he's sent as a goalie. Uh, so the uh, get out yeah, no, I mean, that, that, that on I know, it's a, there's an issue with um, there is obviously an issue with where that uh, how accurate that information is. But as Paddy said, the principle is the same. It doesn't matter how accurate the information is. You're not paying them starters money because yeah, you know twenty four grand. Their top men are on twenty four grand. There's a couple of boys in early thirties. Their top boys are on you know that sort of money. So we are not paying you're, it to you're, a guy who's second string. Twenty four grand. Exactly. Aye. 
So you know, that's uh, that, that, that's that's a, that's a stand. You're giving McGregor twenty four grand. You're giving Cameron Carter Vickers twenty four grand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be even giving Kyogo twenty four thousand pound, and I wouldn't yeah. even be giving like Yakamakis is nowhere near twenty four grand. He's contributed more to the team than than Yakamakis. So yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. So. The principle remains the same. Doesn't matter what the amounts are. You don't pay starters money to second string players. So if he wants that sort of money, he needs to earn it or he needs to move. Uh, and if he's going to move, if he can get that money elsewhere, fair play to him. But that doesn't concern me. What concerns me is what money are we getting for him? Yeah. That's the only thing that concerns me because what I'm interested in is how we're replacing him. Kaiser comes in. We're giving we're giving yeah. twenty four we're giving twenty four thousand pound to McCarthy, but yeah, yeah, he's yeah, yeah, contributing yeah. as much as what you were saying then, John, about the yeah, contract earlier on. Exactly. Your source exactly. It's exactly it's exactly right. That's why those ones they all made sense because McCarthy's was a shocking deal to start off with. Yeah. Uh, you know, before we even knew this, McCarthy's was a shocking deal. The length of contract he got, uh, the wages he was reportedly on, was shocking right from the get go. Uh, so that's going to be a fundamental problem because I don't think, I mean, we, we literally can't force him out the door, uh, you know, unless you're sending him to play with a B team. And I, I'm not even sure that's you're allowed to do that sort of thing anymore, no, uh, you know, to try and punish players. I just don't think that's possible. So, I mean, he's, he can sit there and play for the, for the next couple of years, play reserve team football, rake in a fortune, uh, you know. Uh, and if he doesn't care uh, about playing first team, then, you know, makes no difference. It's our mistake. It's our right. mistake. It's, it's the club's mistake. So, you know, Plunge. it's... Um, Plunge McNugget. Yakamakis has had 12 grand Celtic offered him 15 he turned it down. I even think yeah. 15's too much. I, I, I do. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm, I, I mean, I, I, I do. I, I really do. We've had plenty of guys that have scored goals domestically. Yeah. And unfortunately for Yakamakis, I like him. He has embraced the club a bit and understand his mess. Understand that he has to move on because of his age and he's a late bloomer and, and, and stuff like that. I really do understand it, but I do not see any progression in him whatsoever to take us where I want to go as a Celtic supporter. And that's just me, though. That's just me. I'm, I'm not going to deny yeah. anybody who would give him the fifteen thousand pound because we all see different things. I mean, as I've said plenty yeah. of times on this podcast, I called him an utter coup at half time during the first time I saw him against Livingston. <laughs> I did. I mean, he looks like a guy that's never seen a football in his life. He did look a lot like that, though. That's, uh, that's <laughs> I, I was putting him up there with bio after yeah. that first forty-five minutes. Yeah, and yeah. I mean that, that, that that's that, that that's football. I love what he's done with us, but I'm I'm not going to Henrik Larson burst into a flood of tears when he walks out the door. Oh, I'm going to go, I will you you always will be welcome back, big man, because you were part of Angie's first double what uh, double one inside. But I'm I'm not going to I'm 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 not going to actually shed any tears that you're that you're walking. But, I mean, you, you look. I mean, it's, it's, it's been demonstrated already. You know, I mean, Johnson looks an able replacement already for um, Juranovic. Um, I'm I'm quite happy with, with Johnson. There are a couple of things defensively that I saw that I'm not particularly keen on. But again, he has much more potential to improve um, than Juranovic does. Uh, and you know, for me, I think he'll he'll start tonight, and um, I think he's got that sort of solidity. Uh, and you know, he wasn't 
wild money. So you, you can get guys out there. Uh, you know, we are... The problem is, you know, that we have for many years been shopping in the bargain basement, but without the the, the person who knew where all the best deals were. Yeah. And that's that's essentially what Hinch is. I mean, we're still in the bargain basement, but we've got a guy, you know, and maybe even a couple of guys, if, if Young Lowell's doing his job, who know what value looks like, who know... Um, how, how we can benefit most from that. We're not just sending ran, random boys for two and a half million, taking a punt on them, uh, and then it turns out like they've never seen a football before. So, um, you know, we're still in the same market, but we're just, we've got better tour guides, basically. Uh, you know, and hopefully uh, that continues. But there's no way, I mean, as I say, I, I, I'm not bothered about Juranovic leaving, and I'm not particularly bothered about uh, Gigi leaving. What I'm bothered about is how much money we get in. That's the only thing that concerned me. That's what that's what was annoying me, uh, and I couldn't understand why we were potentially looking so low. And I'm not a fantasist about you know I think we should be looking stupid money for them because uh, it's unlikely we're going to get it. Uh, I don't think either of them warrant it. Uh, but you want you want market value though. You want market value, and I don't think uh, certainly what was being uh, with with Gigi anyway. I don't think that was market value. What was being quoted. But I don't John. believe that story. I just don't believe the story about Japan. I just, I don't think it's a, a, a real story. You know, the problem we've uh, got is we, we'll never get market value for any player that leaves our club simply because we play in Scotland. It's never going to happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. You look at the money we got for Kieran Tierney, £25 million. It was just a, at the time, it was a joke a transfer fee. If we were sitting in the Premier League and somebody's trying to buy Kieran Tierney, um, yeah. What would the market value be then? But we'll never get but, it, regardless. What about magic? Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. What about Mudrick? I mean, I know Mudrick is an exception. I mean, I know Mudrick's an exception. He's clearly a world-class player, but he's still, play, he's, still, he's, still playing in, he's still playing in Ukraine. You know what I mean? He's but, still playing for Shakhtar. But he's also I a different felt. kind of player, though, isn't he? He's, he, he, always, he, always, yeah. he always get more money for these attacking kind of midfielders, strikers, and that kind of thing. So there's that as well, but... Um, I, are, are you trying to say, Paddy, that Mudrick's a better player than Jack and Marcus? Ah, uh, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I'll put that out to the deal seat, do you think? I'm... I'm <laughs> I, I'm I'm going I'm going to be cynical here. I reckon there's a bit of uh, sports washing going on with Chelsea signing Mudrick, where some of the money yeah. is going to end up. That's yeah. No, nah, well, I, I mean that, that, that's a confusing got, one though. Nah, for a Ukrainian got, a Ukrainian player to join that club, uh, you know, which is still. You know, given effectively who owned that club um, and who almost certainly still controls it in the background somewhere, um, you know that that's uh, that was a, that was a strange one. And to go at the last minute, 
uh, you know, I, I, think right. I mean, the difference the difference in the deal was Arsenal were only going to give them like fifty million. Was it Arsenal or Spurs were only going to give them? Uh, we're only going to give them fifty million up front, uh, but uh, Chelsea gave them sixty-two, uh, and that that rises up to eighty. Well, you know, add-ons or you know whatever it is. Uh, so it's a it's a very very big difference. Um, Let, you know, let's let's wrap up. The transfers, eh? Beach Boys yeah. comes in. Wolves have just signed a Spanish internationalist from PSG for four million pound. Southampton signed a Croatian international for four million pound. Why are all their players all of a sudden ten million pound players? Interesting point. There is there seems to be value. Uh, seems to be value out there. IH decorating comes in and says, quite rightly, Kevin, there's no other thing about transfers. <laughs> they, they're all, they, they can hang wallpaper and they're transfer, transfer, uh, transfer experts as well. Who's Surely taxi point? drivers are the, the source of all nah. knowledge. Uh, airport taxi drivers, <laughs> they're the ones you need to try and grab them. Carol <laughs> names so. Should start a Gareth Bale Celtic rumour and see how far to go it goes as an experiment. Well, I'll start it. The painter and decorator guy that I know will be listening to this WhatsApp me last night, and he was in Tenerife last weekend, and he was sharing the same hotel as Tyson Fury. And Tyson Fury tell him that Gareth Bale is going to go to Celtic because he's looking for houses in East Kilbride. There we go. That's- that's nailed on, nailed on, Kev. Beach Boys has got the headlines of more on the paper. Can't wait for the exclusive in the Sun and Daily Record tomorrow. Mackay messed up contracts. Do you know what? It wouldn't surprise me. wouldn't surprise me. There's been many things that I've written in my blog that's been picked up by things like the Daily Record and the Sun that is really frustrating but I that that does happen believe it or not but at least at least we caveat it at least we say believe it or don't believe it at least we explain where it come from and why it might not be true you know so you can choose to believe it or not but you know nobody's saying that what's that (laughs) you'll be labelled as a Celtic hater for the comments earlier (laughs) aye definitely Uh, Pat Maguire who asked earlier on why he was getting nerds to throw things at the telly yep he goes, what's Bully's special prize today, lads? It's a target on my top. I've got it now. Ah, I've got it now. And Paul Byrne, who admitted that he isn't that Paul Byrne, says he'll come out of retirement for 15 grand a week. <laughs> Paddy, we've got a game tonight. How do you think yep. this game's going to go? Well, I'm going tonight, and I'm going with, with my family. For the first time, I've took my wife and my two kids to a, a game ever. I've been separately with them, but never as a whole family, so I'm looking forward to it. Um, and we're up in the gods when my kids love it so I'm, I'm looking forward to taking the, taking the family there uh, it should hopefully hopefully be three points in the bag um, clean bill of health for all the squad I, I, I don't think there's any apart from maybe Greg Taylor um, or was he training there I can't remember but if you've listened to Ange Post call yesterday we've got a, a full team to, to pick from it should it, it should hopefully be an easy three point but do I want to curse it and say three points? Am I being arrogant here? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I, I can't see anything on the Celtic win tonight. It's got to be, isn't it? Well, the the um, I mean their track record. I mean they're a difficult team to beat, but it's mainly at home. So yeah. you know their track record against. I mean they, they beat us. They drew with Rangers at their 
get out of the ground. Uh, away from home, uh, Rangers beat them 4-0. But in their last four games, they've had one win and three draws, three low-scoring draws. So they are a difficult team to beat. Um, and what I think might add a, a bit of complexity to it, there was hints that Ange was giving that he might make a lot of changes to this team tonight. Um, so, you know, because of the conditions uh, and, uh, you know, how tough that game was at the weekend, I think he wants to give a load of boys a rest. So I think we could be looking four or five changes, uh, which is going to complicate things. Um, so, you know, potentially you could be looking uh, at, a, you know, Abada, Turnbull, Jackie Marcus, O'Reilly, Johnson, all of them coming in, uh, you know, even Forrest, um, you know, Haxabanovic if he's fit. Uh, I mean, there's any number of changes they could make there. Uh, and I think that is the only thing that's likely to upset the apple cart, really. Uh, at our ground, um, as long as the conditions aren't horrific like they were the other day, you know, which evens the playing field somewhat. Um, at our ground, I think, you know, we should be fit to beat them, uh, you know, fairly comfortably. But I think it's going to be a very different team. Now, Ange could completely embarrass you, as he always does, and just play the same team. You know? I, 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 don't, I don't think it's going to be an extremely different side because we've got Morton at the weekend. I've yeah. got a funny feeling there'll be the usual changes up front and the wings, which he seems to do anyway, which is going to be harsh on Maeda because Maeda's been absolutely stunning since he's came back for the World yeah. Cup. But I want to see... I think Abada's been hard done by. I think yeah. I think I, all of them out of the front three, uh, the, all the forwards that we've got, Paddy, I think Abada's been hard done by. I don't think I he's deserved the sort of dropping, and I'm, I, I do put that in air quotes right. for right. those listening, listening on the podcast later on, but I think he has been harsh, harshly treated. Yota, I completely understand. Abada, I didn't quite get, Paddy. Probably Abada, he's he's up against Maida and Haxabanovich, isn't it, if you swap um, Jota on the wings to, to accommodate whoever it is that's going to get picked, so he's, he's up against... Two really good good wingers, um, but I agree. I think Abad is a smashing player, and he's proved that time again where he goes, he's assists the way he kind of goes in at that back post and 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 tends to tends to find himself in the right place at the right time. Um, I he might get a run out tonight. Mate. On you go, John. The, the issue the issue is though. Um... That Abada hasn't been dropped for those guys. Abada's been dropped for James Forrest. Mm. So, you know, it's Forrest that's coming in at his expense. Uh, and, you know, no harm to Abada. But if James Forrest is coming in in front of you, you know, the manager obviously sees something there. Uh, you know, but, uh, and. It's you know, something I, that I haven't seen, John. It's something yeah. that I haven't seen. Well, well, when it get when it gets down to those sort of technicalities, I'm not, you know, when it when it's as tight as that, um, you know, because I don't think I mean, Abad is a very good player, but James Forrest offers something different, uh, and so uh, you know, I'm not going to second guess the, the manager on that one because it's not blindingly obvious that Abad should be starting. Uh, as you say, you could say he's been hard done by, or you could say that James Forrest has just been very good in terms of his contribution, his overall contribution to the team, and maybe that's what Ange is looking at. Um, but, you know, he, he certainly, I mean, uh, Abada's been a very valuable player, so if Forrest is getting in in front of him, there's a good reason for it, you know, is, is what I think. 
Um, you know, I, I, I really would love to see, uh, you know, Hagzabanovic back because uh, I, I think he's going to be, uh, to, to me, he's first choice all day long. So love to see him back and, and get him bedded into the team. And I think if you had the likes of, you know, Haksabanovic, uh, Jota and Maeda on this forum, and what sensational form it is. I mean, I've not had the chance to really talk about Maeda, but that's why, you know, that's why it's so dif- difficult when you're in um, giving opinions on players on a public forum. It's so difficult uh, to strike the correct balance and why we never jump too hard one way or the other, because, you know, it's all right for people in the comments say, oh, your man's crap or your man's brilliant, but they might turn out to be neither of those things, uh, you know, further down the line. And Maeda looks like a different man, not just putting goals away, but sensational goals, you know, making sensational finish for a guy that could barely uh, scrap a ball six yards over a line at one point. Yeah, you know, he's now hammering. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was scraping things home and he looked, it was messy and it wasn't accurate. And now, jeez, oh, yeah. absolutely busting through. Oh, he's, oh, absolutely on fire. Wonderful to see. Yeah. Absolutely wonderful to see. And that's exactly, you know, there's a guy, you know, if he carries on like that, God knows how much he would be worth talking about transfers because the rest of his game is also, I mean, the rest of his game was always there. You know, the work he puts in is just... I've never seen anyone work that hard in my life. I don't think anyone has. It's just sensational. And if you add one finishes like that and he makes that uh, a regular feature of his game, oof, what a player we've got there. The the front three is going to be interesting, Paddy. I can't see any changes in the midfield purely because we've got... This period, to me, seems like the period that we used to have in December before that strange World Cup where the games come fucking fast. And I think the, the the coaching staff will be having a look at this and going, right, we've got a game at the weekend. I can't see guys like O'Reilly and Turnbull coming in the night, but I can see them coming in at the weekend. And the only changes I can actually see tonight. For me, anyway, I think Alistair Johnson will probably play. I don't think Yaramich will, will, will actually play. Just with what Ange says uh, in his press conference yesterday. And I'm and I'm going to, and I'm going to agree with uh, did I hang with that? Something in the comments says James Ford has done the presser, so that means that he's going to start. Could have a good <laughs> shout there. I can see Forrest starting. I can see yeah. uh, uh, Alistair Johnson starting, but I can't see really too many more changes. Mainly because we've got the game at the, okay. we've got that we've got yeah. that game at the weekend. Then the following week we've got Livingston. And I have got Livingston, or is it Dundee right? Livingston in, in, the, in, in the midweek. I can't see them being too many changes tonight, Paddy. Even though he did say that he was going to make changes at, at, the, at the. But then again, he could change no. the two fullbacks, he could change the whole midfield. Trying to get Costa Cobble, uh, exactly. trying to get Hart in Scotland. Ah, uh, you could just throw out a wee, a wee left field one in there, couldn't you? But no, I agree. I don't think there'll be much change, especially in the middle of the park. I think. Oh, big one! Sorry, Paddy. Big one. Yes. What? What about Alata? What about him coming off the bench tonight? Because he's uh, been training. Yeah, he has been, but I don't know. Might even get a start. You never know. Maybe <laughs> Callum McGregor arrest and he could start a water. You never know. That would be I'm hoping for the night for me. I'm, I'm hoping Haksabanovic gets some minutes because I'm like John. I'm a, 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 a light watching Haksabanovic, and I'm looking forward to going. I've already got the Marks and Spencers tights looked out to go under <laughs> my jeans and my my thermal top and that on. 
I only fans nine ninety nine a month. Yeah, yeah. As I keep on saying, <laughs> just 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 look me up. I'm called Marlon Lum on OnlyFans. So just 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 look do you me like up. robbery? That is. Are you paying? <laughs> are you paying people nine ninety nine? You handing that out to subscribers? By the way, lads, are are a. Gareth Bale rumours picking up. Before we finish off, are Gareth Bale rumours actually picking up traction already? Excellent. Red Scotland. This doesn't surprise me, Red says he's a taxi driver. That doesn't surprise me that that's Red Scotland's... Uh, that's why uh, he's also on my blog. Aye, that, that doesn't surprise me. Just with some of the, the things Red comments about that he's a taxi mm-hmm. driver. Doesn't surprise me whatsoever. Stevie Boy. Joe Ledley told Bale that it would be daft not to sign for the tick as they were bigger than Real. I also heard that Joe Ledley gave him, gave Gareth Bale a Lenny the Wolf Tone CDs that he had. Uh, I heard that as well. <laughs> uh, the Urban Kulshe, I'm hearing Bale going to the game tonight. Oh, that, that's it. I'm sure the cameras will be trained on the, the director's box there. And... Paul Andrew Martin, seen Bale as more of a Newton Mayans guy's plenty of golf courses. So if you're in Newton Mayans, have a look for a, a black tooth Range Rover diving, driving about looking at houses for rent. Lads, or Bear's Den, or Bears Den aye. Yeah. Lads, it's been great, great Wednesday. Always love it. Uh, if you're going to the game tonight, enjoy. There's going to be the pre-match stuff and on that. Hit a like for us. Do what you need today and just remember, didn't be bams to each other. See you all later. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head, comb it over, wear a hat? Just stop. This is in 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration experts, can give you your real hair back permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to anyone that texts EASY to 203203. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. And the best part? Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let Bosley show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text EASY to 203203. That's B-A-S-Y to 203203. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet but if their internet comes from a cell phone network you should know it's just phone internet not home internet keep your home up to speed with cox cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5g home internet cox is the real home internet you're looking for based on cox analysis of ookla speed test intelligence data q3 2022 and cox serviceable areas visit cox.com internet for details Sports Social Podcast Network.
Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.